0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Elsevier's Drug Information Podcast Series 2021. This is the second podcast within our series. My name is Treg Anderson, Vice President of Commercial Pharmacy with Elsevier. Today, we're gonna to talk about drug pricing analytics. We are lucky to have two guests joining us today. Our first guest is Erica Bates, Senior Principal, Informatics, and part of Elsevier's Drug Information Team. Our second guest is Todd Grover, co-founder of Glassbox Analytics and president of Pharmacy Focus. Todd Grover has been working with pharmaceutical manufacturers, pharmacy benefit managers, and pharmacy operators for over 20 years. Glassbox Analytics developed predictive acquisition cost, or PAC. Make sure you stay tuned in to the end of the podcast to hear what both our guests are sharing. Eric will be sharing some drug pricing analytics insights, and Todd will be detailing how PAC successfully uses Gini Coefficient to gain deep insights into a drug price and price movement. So please stay tuned. According to IQVIA, prescription drug spend grew at a moderate rate of 4.9% to $535.3 billion in 2020. Shifts in care related to the pandemic will continue to be a significant driver of drug spend in 2021, along with an increase in biosimilars, new cancer drugs, and specialty medications. Although prescription drug spending has historically been a small proportion of the national health care costs compared to hospital and physician services, it has grown rapidly in recent years, now comprising about 10% of national healthcare care spending. These statistics clearly illustrate that drug pricing changes are the norm in the pharmaceutical industry, and stakeholders spend a great deal of time processing these changes. I'd like to welcome Erica Bates to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Trig. I'm happy to participate.
0: From time to time, Elsevier likes to take a macro view of our industry by analyzing our own drug database around drug pricing. What interesting data points have you found, Erica, that our audience will find valuable?
1: To frame the conversation, Elsevier is the industry leader providing the most current and accurate drug information available. Elsevier's drug information begins with data reported directly from manufacturers and published as soon as received through true daily updates. If I may, trig, I would like to share some insights regarding a challenge many of our listeners are likely facing right now. The challenge of managing the sheer size and scope of drug information in your system. I would like the audience to write down these three numbers 11,700, 25, and 1.3. The 11,700 represents the number of price changes every day. If we were to annualize that, that means there were 4.3 million price changes just in 2020. One thought that comes to mind is there's a lot of data to manage on a daily basis. That led us to ask ourselves, how many price changes occur over the weekend? So the 25 you wrote down represents the 25% of all price changes that fell on Friday through Sunday. The high volumes on weekends helped us look into holidays as well. We found more than 1.3 million price changes occurred on holidays and weekends in 2020. If you're not working with the latest drug product and pricing updates every day, and you are not able to easily incorporate the new data into your systems, then you are at risk for experiencing negative impacts to your operational and financial systems. There's a lot more I could share with you, but these three insights were good examples of the sheer volumes and challenges of managing drug information.
0: Thank you, Erica. Those are great insights. Do you happen to know the busiest day of the year for price changes in 2020?
1: Yes, this is a very interesting trick. March 1st is the busiest day of the year. It was interesting to discover that three out of our four busiest days for price changes fell on the weekends in 2020. The busiest month last year was November, and 25% of all price changes happened in the last quarter of 2020.
0: Very interesting. It certainly begs the question, how do companies relying on drug pricing deal with constantly changing data and maximize it for their business? The insights Erica shared suggests that utilizing a pricing source that can deliver changes fast and accurately is an absolute necessity. Drug pricing that lags, whether for days or weeks, seems unacceptable in today's world. It's not hard to imagine potential impacts on a business if we're using outdated pricing data. Elsevier is delighted to say we check all the boxes required in a solution that handles the dynamic nature of pricing data. Therefore, We refer to ourselves as the drug pricing leader. Let's shift gears just a bit and bring in Todd Grover. Welcome to the podcast, Todd. Thanks for the opportunity, Trick. I'm happy to be here. Todd, tell us, what is predictive acquisition cost?
2: The predictive acquisition cost, or PAC for short, helps you operate in a complex environment, providing turnkey solutions for solving common drug pricing problems. Using predictive analytics, PAC can provide insight into a drug's true acquisition costs by establishing a price range to help determine the performance of pricing contracts, control costs, guide reimbursement rates, and solve other pricing challenges. PAC can also quickly identify pricing outliers that warrant price adjustments and serves as a fair and balanced method to justify pricing.
0: Thank you. What are you seeing now in the drug pricing analytics arena?
2: Well, as we all know, Drug prices decrease significantly after patent expiration. The extent of this price reduction can vary greatly. For this reason, analyzing price movement after patent expiration is vitally important to help reduce price uncertainty, offset price erosion, and essentially drive effective pricing decisions. PAC leverages predictive analytics to provide market view insights when facing generic competition and can illustrate what a typical pharmacy will pay for a drug and how much that pharmacy will be reimbursed for that same drug. But PAC not only estimates the acquisition cost for a typical pharmacy purchasing from a drug wholesaler, but it also provides a better understanding of potential wholesaler margin on specific drugs, which is really important for manufacturers who use PAC. We even borrow a concept from econometrics called the Gini coefficient, or some will call it a, a Gini index or a Gini ratio. We can gain deeper insights into price and price movement by looking at how concentrated versus widely available a given drug is across manufacturers. In econometrics, the Gini coefficients used to understand the distribution of income across the population to assess wealth inequality. These same principles inspire our analysis to measure through claims data how concentrated the availability of a drug is to a small number of manufacturers, which is a, a high Gini coefficient, versus widely available across a large number of manufacturers, which is a low Gini coefficient. The Gini coefficient measure itself, as well as movement in the measure, provide valuable pricing indicators.
0: Todd, this is very, very interesting. Can you provide an example of how this works?
2: Sure. So this example illustrates how PAC can anticipate price movement. We mentioned price decreases after patent expiration, but the Gini coefficient can also identify price increases. Changes in the Gini coefficient can indicate changes in availability of a drug from specific manufacturers in a drug group, and in turn helps us anticipate or explain price movement. So, Benicar's generic experienced a shift in utilization last year. The use of the top two NDCs changed to account for nearly 75% of all utilization. The corresponding increasing Gini coefficient indicated a tighter concentration of drug availability amongst manufacturers and NDCs which resulted in higher acquisition costs. And alternatively, in situations where the Gini coefficient's falling, there's a greater potential for lower drug acquisition costs. And this is a simplified description of how PAC utilizes a Gini coefficient to anticipate price movement. I'd love to go into more detail and I highly recommend you reach out to an Elsevier sales rep to learn more.
0: Thank you, Todd and Erica, for joining me on the podcast. All right, thanks for including me.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Let me take a moment to quickly review Elsevier's drug pricing suite, which includes gold standard drug database pricing tables, prospector, and predictive acquisition cost. Elsevier's gold standard drug database pricing tables incorporate intelligent data architecture and superior data hierarchy to offer limitless adaptations, scale, and analysis capabilities. Our adaptive technology delivers pricing data faster to avoid the burden of manual updates, data delays, and accuracy issues. Prospector is a powerful web-based application that provides immediate access to accurate, comprehensive drug product and pricing information for guiding business decisions. With predictive acquisition cost, you can accurately monitor and equitably set drug reimbursements and prices with predictive acquisition costs insight into a drug's true acquisition cost, Elsevier, is an exclusive partner with Predictive Acquisition Cost. If you're looking for help solving your drug pricing challenges, Elser would love to discuss with you about how we might be able to help solve these problems. Please reach out to a drug information representative about your drug data needs. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to today's podcast. Please be sure to follow this podcast to automatically receive the next podcast in our series, The Passionate Pharmacist. You can also follow this podcast using all major podcast catchers like Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. I'd like to wrap up today's podcast with a quote. You can have data without information, but you cannot have information without data. Again, thanks for tuning in. I'm Trig Anderson. Have a great day.